listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Pet Life Radio's Alive Again. What's alive again? Well, that's the hope that your pet's going to reincarnate to come see you, and that means he'll be alive again. How in the world do you know about things like that? Well, my name is Brent Atwater, and I'm a medical intuitive. I have the gift to see inside a body and to see life force energy from the past into the present and in the future. And having researched reincarnation for 16 plus years on animals and producing four books, I'm considered the Pet Reincarnation Authority. So today we're going to talk about your dogs, cats, or horses, ferrets, felines, or furry finned creatures, purpose or souls contract. And um, we're going to invite you to ask your questions and to send them in to Brent at PetLifeRadio.com. So let's hear from our sponsors and then we'll talk about why your puppy dog or kitty is here for you. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Buster. You're telling me my dog food products can't go on your shelves? That's right. Didn't pass one of my Petco certified nutrition checklists. Sorry, Wayne. Who made these checklists? Geniuses. Very smart guys. Well, it's good enough for most grocery stores. Do you see cheese puffs on my shelves? Mayonnaise? Soda pop? No. That's because I ain't running no grocery store, Wayne. Your pets will get better nutrition. I guarantee it. Petco. Where healthy pets go. Enter the code LUCKY10. L-U-C-K-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your paranormal pet's ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. I'm back. And that's really what you want your animal to say when they reincarnate. But we try to say, I'm home, because it's about your animal's never-ending love story and returning to you. Now, while I was doing research on this show... I really found it interesting that there's a new book out there. Well, it's not really new, but it's still being in the high category of marketing called A Dog's Purpose by W. Bruce Cameron. And a lot of people don't know what this book is about, and they thought it was cute because it's got this little Labrador looking up at the top of the book. But it was about a dog who finds himself reincarnated into several lives. 
And each life is being reincarnated as a different dog who lives a very different life from the previous one. So in each of the dog's lives, he ponders, well, why was he born? And then he tries to fulfill the purpose of why he came to be with his owner. And that's all what reincarnation is about. Animal reincarnation is about a one-on-one, soul-to-soul, person-to-pet, soul's contract. Now, I have uh, been answering questions about this for a long time. And one of the most interesting was a young woman said, I love my boyfriend's dog. Will he come back to me? And my comment to her was, no. He won't come back to you because his reincarnation contracts are with you. And so today we're going to look at some of the purposes that animals have when they're around you. And I think that I find them very interesting. One of the funniest things I ever read was a cat's purpose is just so the cat can choose you and be here. And if you're lucky, be loved. And that seems to be some of the cat's attitude. A dog's purpose, well... That can be many, many multiple things, and we'll talk about service dogs and God dogs around the way. But to me, let's look at a few of the just common things you think about as a purpose or a soul's contract that you have with your dog or cat or horse. So those of you who are out there with ferrets or iguanas, I'm not counting you out. I'm just talking about things that are pretty basic. And in my household, we have a fur household with a, rather than a reptilian or a feathered household. So when I'm sitting here looking into the eyes of friend, it's more about unconditional love. And that's one of the things that our pets provide is just unconditional love. I mean, where else can you come in, feed it the same thing for 15 years, and the animal's still grateful for food? I mean, give me a break here. You wouldn't want to be fed the same thing for 15 years and still be happy about getting it, but a lot of animals are. Now, mine, he doesn't operate on that. He operates on his own little ticket. So we have Italian night, and last night was his birthday. So we had steak night, and then we have hamburger night, and then we have all these things. So he will eat his food night. And if you have an animal like that, you totally understand. And those are days that even though they unconditionally love us, you wonder back about their unconditional love for you. Another thing is... Sometimes animals just come to be our friends and to help you get through a stage in your life and support you. Well, now, what does this mean? We had a kitten that uh, came and was a walk-in soul. It walked up and to a lady who had, she was an end-stage cancer and dying. She had emphysema and asthma, and she was in a wheelchair. And this little kitten came up to the nursing home, and the nursing home allowed pets And they accepted this little cat. And the cat came and crawled and stayed in this lady's lap for the duration of her disease and her deterioration so that the lady died on Monday and the cat died on Thursday. And this, to me, was the animal or kitten's purpose. The cat's purpose was to come and stay. She had made a contract with this lady to sit in her lap and be with her during the end stage of disease because after the lady passed, This little kitten, totally perfectly well, who was now three or four months old, passed in his sleep to go back and join her on the other side. So I believe that that cat's purpose was to be her friend and to support her through that horrific time in her life. Another thing that animals come to do as a purpose is to make us laugh or to protect us. And one of the things you see is in protection, you'll see dogs taking care of babies 
And my favorite is the gorilla. And if you've heard this before, that was in the zoo when they dropped a baby behind the fence or a baby who crawled behind the fence. This huge gorilla, female gorilla, went down and took the child and held it in his arm until the zookeepers could come in and extract the child from her arms. And she never heard it. She just took care of it. So I think that there are a lot of times when animals are here to protect us. Now, another thing that animals do as their purpose is that they're good for you. I mean, scientists has proven that just by petting your pet, you know, stroking their fur, it reduces your blood pressure by 10 to 20 points. How about that? So when you're sitting there tumbling with Fluffy or scruffing with uh, your horse or whatever, you are basically lowering your blood pressure by 10 to 15%. And then they're the therapy dogs, the guide dogs for the blind, the deaf, the disabled. I mean, think about all the animals who come as service dogs to help with our health. That is a purpose all unto itself. Now, another thing that I thought was interesting was from cats. You know, cats have this distinct independent attitude and sometimes cats teach you how to love something and yet allow it its own independence i read this little comment on a cat site that i thought was interesting cats are intended to teach us that not everything in nature has to have a function it just has to be i think sometimes the cat's independence teaches us that sometimes you just have to love it in spite of itself just because it exists And with that, we're going to go to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. We'll transport back into the metaphysical right after these earthly words from our sponsors. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Lucky, L-U-C-K-Y, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Hey guys, this is Skyler Samuel. Hi, this is Rochelle from the Twilight franchise. Hey, what's going on? It's Tyler James Williams from Everybody Needs Christmas. Hey guys, it's Carolyn Sunshine from the new movie Marmaduke. You are listening to the amazing, unstoppable Christian Powers. Pets Rock. Pets Rock. Pets Rock. Pets Rock. Pets Rock on Pet Life Radio. Hey everyone, this is Christian Powers of Pets Rock at Pet Life Radio. We'll see you next time. Every week on demand, only on Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet 
PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Alive Again, and we are so excited to be able to answer all of your questions about reincarnation, and today we're talking about the purpose of your animal's reincarnation. And in the middle of this, we'd like to throw in two questions from listeners. We're looking forward to receiving your questions about animal reincarnation, so email us at brent at petliferadio.com. And if you'd like, please put in the subject line, whether it's an animal health question or an animal reincarnation question, so we can include it in a subject-specific show. We would appreciate it if you would limit it to no more than two questions, as we like to make sure that all of our listeners have their opportunity to talk with me and to hear their answers, because their heart is as invalid as everybody else's. So, what do we got today, Miss Meg? Well, Brent, today we have an email from Gabriella. Gabriella writes that our beautiful terrier husky dog named Lily passed away after being hit by a van. Mm-hmm. She was only three years and 10 months old. Mm-hmm. I'm still suffering the shock and death of our little girl. The doctor said she had a fractured pelvis and she died an hour later. He was quite optimistic with us so that when we left her there, we thought we'd have time to heal her back to health and after we pick her up in a few days. I guess the shock of it was too much for her and she passed. I so want to communicate with her and pray that even if she cannot be reincarnated, at least I know that she's fine and just be able to give her my love. I love her so much. My husband and I are both grieving. We don't have children, and she became our little girl. And she wants us to know if the animal is returning or what happened. Well, Gabrielle, I believe, is from Canada, and we thank her for writing in. And um, first of all, my heart goes out to you because that is a terrible way to Mm -hmm. lose an animal is to um, have them uh, in a horrific and tragic incident like that and expect to be able to bring them home and have them not return. My greatest sympathy goes out to you. What I see is that I think that her system, due to the fact that she had the fractured pelvis, that it overloaded her system and she had some internal bleeding. And for those of you who don't know what I do as an animal medical intuitive, I look inside her body to see what is wrong. And what I'm seeing is with the fractured pelvis came some of the nicking of the major arteries by the bones in her body and that she basically had an internal bleed out. And um, that's why she passed. So I'm sorry for that. I believe that she won't return because when I try to track her energy into the future, I do not see her energy returning to you. However, when I ask, um, I think you will be getting another animal within the next, I'm hearing, 16 months. And that dog will return to you twice in this incarnation. I don't think it's going to be a husky. I think it's going to be a larger dog, maybe a husky hybrid but not a full-bred husky. And when I look at this animal, I see that they'll have a three white paws, two on the front like soap toes, and then on the right rear, it'll have white up into its hock. So if you'd like me to further talk to you about more details, then I'll be glad to make a, uh, have you call our office, and we'll go into further detail. Now, if you have any other questions, I think in communicating with her, my strength is looking at her energy and downloading information from her. I feel that there are multiple animal communicators out here who provide wonderful service in being able to communicate with your animal. Uh, My information comes from actually looking at the animal and getting the information from the energy that I see. So I suggest that an animal communicator would be able to answer your little questions of, is she's okay, and how she feels and things like that. 
Next question, please, ma'am. Yes, we also have an email today from Rosalie. And Rosalie writes that her cat Fred passed away suddenly this September. She's wondering if he's happy and if he's going to be reincarnated. She says, we miss him very much. Attached is his picture. He did not like his picture taken, as you can see by his expression. I would appreciate anything you can tell me about him. And he was very, very special to her. Well, Rosalie, first of all, thank you first and foremost from saying, boy, your cat is not a happy cat. Now, folks, when we ask you to send your picture, it allows me to get an instant read on their energy and to be able to tap into them much more rapidly. Now, Rosalie is um, from Pennsylvania, and we thank you very much again for sending in your question. And Gabriella, again, our prayers go out with you, and I didn't mean to end the question, but we were moving rapidly along, and I want to let you know that our hearts and prayers are with you. Rosalie, Fred is uh, what I'm trying to do is when I'm being quiet is I'm listening and I know you're not supposed to have downtime on the radio but I'm listening to the cat to see if I have any um, any information I don't think he's coming back I don't see his energy when I take the energy and track it out into the future I don't see his energy in the future but the information that I do get is I hear in 10 years, and I know that's a long wait, he may, and there's the key word, he may try and return as a reincarnate. Now, for those of you who are out here who are not familiar with reincarnation, if you say, well, why don't he just turn around and come back now? Because a lot of animals, and this is part of the soul's purpose, come at various times in your life to support various issues in your life. We had a lady the other day who had a little dog named Junebug. And Junebug just recently passed away and will not be coming back until the end stage of her life where Junebug has contracted to be with her when she's in a nursing home and assisted living facility and to go through her end stage of life processes. So even though the woman is in her 50s now, Junebug will be with her at the end stage of life. And I really feel like Fred, although he does have a sour puss, no pun intended here, expression, and was a lovely cat if he returns, because I don't think he's made a choice. And for those, again, who are not familiar with the reincarnation, even though you have a soul's contract in place of what the animal's purpose is in life, you still have the free will choice when you get to earth to change your mind about that choice so that if you contracted to have your dog's purpose to come back and support you at this stage of your life, at the end stage of your life, and you happen to move into a nursing home where you're unable to have pets, then you can say to your pet, yes, I agree that we have a soul reincarnation contract and I do not choose it to use it in this phase of my life and we'll need to do that in another incarnation. And the universe and your pet will honor that. In my book, Animal Reincarnation, I discover and talk about a lady who had a horse And she's fallen on tough financial times and the horse was to return to her and she didn't want to have the horse return because she wouldn't be able to financially take care of it. So she asked the horse if, in fact, the horse would come in another incarnation. And therefore, once you have a soul contract with an animal, you have to complete that soul contract for a reincarnation in that time frame, especially if it's an emotional time frame, like at an end stage of life. And with that, you can ask them to come in another incarnation, but it must be honored in another incarnation. I think Fred, in this particular case, Rosalie, is coming back 
if he chooses, and if you so choose, I think it's an optional purpose that he has here, an optional choice to come back and be supportive of you if you're in an assisted living home where he has the opportunity to be there to provide supportive therapy as you go through your life. So I'm sorry to say it won't be anytime soon, but I can see that you're going to have a little orange and white kitty down the road, and that is going to be one fireball of a cat. And I think he will make you laugh and bring great joy to you while Fred's deciding if he's going to meet you again in this incarnation. And for those of you who are listening, we're going to be taking our animal health questions at the end of the hour, and we'll be right back after we talk to our sponsors. Thanks for listening. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. from experience feels like home for her enter the code lucky 10 l-u-c-k-y the number 10 and get 10 percent off any order no minimum at petco.com hi everybody i'm megan blake here with my sidekick super smiley the giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways you're listening to pet life radio and i'd like to tell you about our brand new show a super smiley adventure our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling out in the world trips or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on a super smiley adventure. Good boy. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. It's alive again, and we hope your pet will be alive again and say, I'm home. So um, today we're discussing a dog's purpose, a cat's purpose, a horse's purpose. In the reincarnation world, we don't necessarily call it a purpose. We call it a soul's contract. And there's several ways you can have a soul's contract. And one thing I want to suggest to those of you who have cats that a lot of people aren't aware of that I'd like you to be aware of is that cats take on negative energy. And... If you're experiencing something negative in your life, a lot of times an animal's purpose is to be with you and support you and be supportive of you during that negative time in your life. I mean, think about it. How many animals have been with you when you've made career decisions or life transitions or even helped you to get out of that relationship or stay in the relationship or cry your way through the relationship? So animals can help you emotionally go through a lot of life passages, and that is a soul purpose or a soul's contract. But in particular, cats take on negative energy. So if you have a divorce and your cat's sleeping on your heart, what your cat is doing is taking the negative energy from your heart into its body and processing it. And a lot of people don't realize that both cats and dogs, while they're going through a trauma, can take on their negative energy to the point that it manifests illness in an animal's body so that the cat gets sick with pancreatic disease or the dog starts having chronic renal failure because you're having poisonous things in your life and the dog's absorbing it into their life and then can't get rid of it and is having chronic renal failure because it can't process the poisons of both your life and its life out. 
So one of the things you need to do if your cat or dog is taking on, or other animals now, folks, is taking on your energy issues is for you to get right with yourself and to you to help heal yourself so that your animal's energy does not have to be in your environment. And if you're walking around, yo yo doom, gloom, of course your cat's going to have hissy fits. He's going to walk and go, <laughs> and that's not what you want. So when you lower your vibrational frequency, and to be well, you have to resonate between 68 megahertz and 72 megahertz, and every time you have a negative thought, that lowers your megahertz 10 by 10. So you can literally wish yourself into lower wellness, and then here's your cat, and he rubs up against you. Well, all of a sudden, there's a vacuum between your energy level and his energy level, and he's like a sponge, and it goes into his body takes down his energy level and you go wonder why my cat's laying over there a little lethargic poor kitty he's taking on your stuff so i think it's an animal's owner's responsibility to try and be the best you can around your animals it's like people who abuse animals even as children grow up being people abusers and we have found that a lot of ways that we relate to our animals are ways that we relate to the people around us So that's something you want to look at because that is an animal's purpose and it is an animal's contract to come in and help you learn to love and help you learn to laugh and help you learn to trust and to help you navigate through life's issues without taking it on everybody else or blaming it on everybody else and to be able to be a cohesive unit, whether with an animal or a human being, in your lifetime. So we ask that not only do you look at animals as part of the food chain, because believe it or not, there are a lot of animals who come out there to be a part of the food chain. And those who don't eat animals at all or who are vegans, I appreciate your position. But we, of those who hold other views, think that factually God gave animals so they would be a part of the food chain. And that's just two different takes on life. Another thing is God animals and service animals. God animals are special animals. They're animals who like give their lives as a service dog. Or if you notice, go to the AKC has a wonderful thing called the Hero Animals Awards and you can vote for them right now. There's a lot of God service animals in there. There's a dog that surfs with handicapped children or mentally ill children. And I think that's a wonderful thing. That's a God animal. There are animals that who've given their life, like Rosalie's, the name of the dog, that walked a gentleman who was blind down 72 floors through the burning towers. And a lot of God animals are here to serve mankind, like the dolphins that die in nets so that the fishing laws can be changed, or the whales that are beached and they teach you that you can't pollute because it affects all the ecosystems. So if you look at animals, there is a purpose and a reason that their contracts are interwoven with the human beings in our lives and the human beings that they support and interface with. And sometimes it's about a lesson. And sometimes it's about support. Sometimes it's about laughter. Other times about love. Therefore, I ask you to examine what you and your animals are interchanging. Is it positive energy? Or are they taking home all your rad negative energy when you come home every night screaming and yelling? My brother smoked. And he was going through a really bad time smoking a lot of cigarettes a day. And he had this wonderful bird named Bubba. There was a canary, and one day he walked in, and there was Bubba dead stiff on the floor of his cage, and he said, huh, I wonder if my smoking killed Bubba, 
And factually, it did. The lungs were filled and Bubba just died. But Bubba had given his life to get my brother through a section of his life. And so I think if you become aware of the interfacing of the energies and the interactions of you and your animals, you can make it better. Now, my brother stopped smoking because of that, because he realized it was his contribution to something that had really helped his life. And something so very small as a little bird chirping every morning to greet you when you wake and you're going through horrific other circumstances can make a difference in your life. So look for ways that you can give back to your dogs or cats or horses' purpose, and you can make a difference in their lives. We hope that we make a difference in your life. And um, we have a comment from Annalise in Chicago that we were really thrilled. Now, not only do we ask you to send your questions in about pet reincarnation at Brent at PetLifeRadio.com, but we'd like your comments. And Annalise had this comment to say. Nick? Yes, Annalise uh, didn't even want to ask a question. She just wanted us to know that although she had never heard about pet reincarnation before, and she had a cat by the name of Pookie, this cat died about nine months ago, and she told herself that, okay, Pookie is dead and gone. But then she got a new cat a few days after Pookie's birthday, and this cat is only two years old, but she writes and tells us that he acts just like Pookie in so many, many ways that she thought she was imagining things. She says, Brent, your book and your show has opened my eyes and made this experience so much more bearable. Thank you. Well, Annalise, I want to thank you for writing and telling us that. That's the whole reason that we do Alive Again. And we want any of you who have comments about our books or would like to talk with us about our books to send us an email at brent at petliferadio.com. We're hoping that Alive Again will expand your awareness and open your horizons. We hope that it will heal your pet loss and provide hope and let you go forward. Now, we're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to do the animal medical intuitive part, take a few questions, and we'll wrap up for today. Thanks for listening, and here's our sponsor. We'll transport back into the metaphysical right after these earthly words from our sponsors. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit PetLifeRadio.com. Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed or email us at PetLifeRadio.com. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life because they're a member of the family. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back. And we just finished the animal reincarnation section of our Alive Again on PetLifeRadio.com. My name is Brent Atwater. In any of these sections, we invite you to gather on podcast. We have a lot of podcasts out there, so be sure to listen to them. And then go over to iBooks, and you can have uh, your selection of our books that help you understand exactly what we're talking about if you've missed some of our concepts. So this is the second segment of our show today, and it is an animal health question segment and we mix up our shows by having an animal reincarnation segment and then an animal health segment so meg what are our questions today today we have an email from barb in north carolina she writes i've been noticing lately that when my dog gets excited he gets a real deep cough that sounds like kind of a chest cold what can i do for him Okay, Barb, uh, one of the things that's important to know is at this time of year, there are a lot of dogs who have this little phlegmy cough, and you think that it's nothing and you just ignore it, and the little nose is running, the little eyes are running. Be sure to have the dog checked for allergies, because just like humans, when the heat's turning on and they're laying in front of the heat vent and the fall leaves are coming and they're raining and they're moldy little leaves out there, your dog can have allergies too. So go have their uh, nose checked for allergies and their blood test done to see if, in fact, they may have a cold. Now, sometimes what you'll discover is they just have an allergy and that the rhinitis, which is the uh, clear mucus that runs from their nose and their eyes, drips down the back of their throat and they're coughing. But here's the caveat. That clear rhinitis mucus that's dripping down the back of their throat can get caught at the top of their upper throat and create bacteria. That bacteria can then create a buildup and an infection. And so your dog might have to go on a antibiotic for a few days to get rid of the bacteria buildup because you don't want it to go into a full-blown bronchitis or pneumonia. So something that you think is, ah, he'll pass away from that. If you hear it more than two days, go to the vet, let them assess your animal, and then have a quick little antibiotic, and folks, it's better to do an antibiotic than for two or three months on herbs, which might not work anyway. Just get a little quick touch in there, clear out the bacterial residue, and then your animal will be back. And we thank you, Barb, for a question. How about your next question, Miss Meg? Yes, from Savannah. We have uh, a question. Savannah has a a 12-year-old standard poodle by the name of Chiara. And Chiara has an undiagnosed sick thyroid. Basically, she says the vet does not know what's really wrong. Her thyroid numbers are off, but it doesn't make any sense medically according to the vet. Do you see anything? Okay, uh, Savannah, we appreciate it. And she's writing in from New York, so you can send your question in to brent at petliferadio.com. First of all, there's no such thing as an undiagnosed sick thyroid when the numbers are off. Blood is an education Blood work is an educative system. So when your vet does your pet's blood work, do look at the blood numbers. And if the thyroid numbers are off, I totally suggest that you, with animals, you can, uh, dogs, you use siloxane. And it's really easy to use a little bit more or a little bit less and stabilize your animal because you don't want the dog to go into further health problems because you're not stabilizing 
the thyroid, which controls many multi-systems. And another thing is a lot of people have said, well, I'd like to use alternative therapy before I use siloxane from the vet. No, 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 no. You need to do it backwards. Use alternative medicine after you have the animal stabilized on normal veterinary allopathic medicine. Because that way, it's done quicker, it's done, and the vet will be able to monitor it. And then, at that point in time, ask your vet if you can introduce alternative therapies. And then you might can have a long-term regime of alternative therapies. But the worse the thyroid gets, the more manifestations of physical harm and disorders it can create in the body. So it's my suggestion, and if anything I'm saying to you doesn't resonate, then don't take it. But I suggest that you go on the veterinary medicine first and then ask for alternative approaches. We're coming to the end of our hour now, and I want to thank you for listening to us. If you want to ask your question about pet reincarnation or questions about your animal's health, I'll look inside his body and give you my best intuitive solutions. Write Brent at PetLifeRadio.com. Please include your state or country that you're writing from because we have lots of listeners from across the seas and we'd like to acknowledge you and be able to write you back and tell you what show that you can hear your answer on. And we invite you to come back and visit our show again. We appreciate you listening. And um, I'm going to look forward to sharing with you next week. But if you want to check us out, we're going to be on podcast on PetLifeRadio.com. You can join us on Facebook and Twitter. You can check me out on www.brennatwater.com. And for our books, look at www.justplainlovebooks.com or the iBooks. Switch from this podcast and kick on over to the iBooks. We look forward to seeing you, and we hope that our answers have helped you or helped heal your heart. Bye-bye. See you next week again. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.